Welcome to Two and a Half Sportsmen, a sports comedy podcast hosted by Jordan Pomaville, Joel Anderson, and your sports outsider, Phil Ranta. Let's get it on. Lane Kiffin, update, watch, update. Lane Kiffin, update, watch, update, brought to you by... The song, Life in the Fast Lane. Hey, how long's it been so you listen to the song, Life in the Fast Lane? Check out Life in the Fast Lane on Spotify today! You'd think they would have included an artist, but yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Lane Kiffin returns to Knoxville as Ole Miss head coach, semicolon, Pelted with golf balls and garbage. Oh, oh that's mean. Subheadline: SEC commissioner issues statement. SEC. 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 So a couple weeks ago, when detailing the slipshod follies of the USC Trojans, we had a fun detour to the early career of Coach Lane Kiffin. Or now, emphasis on fun. Yeah, it was a very mm-hmm. fun detour. And uh, as he's now more affectionately known, Lane Train. Hey. Aww. Hey. So quick. Even re- though trains. Don't have lanes. Cars have lanes. Trains uh-huh. don't have but lanes. But he's the lane train. Anyway, quick yeah. recap. First act of his career, tale as old as time. Privileged white guy with exceptional bloodlines and possibly competent, failing upward. Right. Perfect. Uh, his first head coach job was with the Raiders. Goes 5-15. and 15, Gets fired midway through his second season. But he's still considered a hot commodity. And he's hired by the University of Tennessee the next year. The youngest head coach in college football history. Oh, Good for him. He's while made he's, to be great. While he's there, he ruffles a lot of feathers in the SEC, including publicly accusing Urban Meyer at Florida then of cheating in recruiting, I should clarify. Few. I think among college coaches, infidelity would be like a glass like stadium sort yeah. of thing. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like something about throwing Yeah, throwing You know stones. what they say about glass stadiums? Yeah. Don't tell your wife about them. Yeah. So uh, Lane goes uh, seven and six, commits a host of NCAA violations himself, and he leaves for USC. Okay. In his defense, Urban Meyer was probably. Cheating. Oh no! He absolutely. Yeah. No. He yeah. was. Yeah. Even if you don't know specifically how, probably. Uh, we mentioned this briefly uh, a couple weeks ago, but I'll go in a little more in depth here. In response to Lane Kiffin leaving, Tennessee students and fans lose their shit. Yeah, okay. sure. You know that rock uh, that's on like every campus that's like spray painted by different student organizations? Yeah, so boring. Okay, but every campus has one. Yeah. The Tennessee rock was painted among the graffiti, Die Lane. Ooh. And no, Joel, this was not the German club advertising their annual street <laughs> fair. Phew. Oh. Dilane. Oh. <laughs> Welcome to Dilana. <laughs> also, a lot of fuck you, Lane. Yeah. Uh, Sounds lo- like there were a lot of people ready to volunteer to kick his ass luckily the corner that says bryce and amy forever was spared oh there yeah. was a sigma kai brother there on hand to make sure of it bryce loves amy and maybe for some that's not enough to fight but fight for but for him it was yeah yeah it's so so sad that amy stepped in front of that bus last week yeah. <laughs> uh fortunately the rock was in the way and blocked thank it. god yeah, that really a mob of students surround the sports complex where Kiffin's office was located, chanting, Fuck you, Kiffin. They light a mattress on fire that had to be put out by the equipment manager, which, yeah. not cool, man. Yeah, yeah. Also, seems like, football fuck, building. You, fuck you, Lane. Like, fuck you, Lane. Fuck you, Lane. What's the fuck you, Kiffin chant? They've done a, they have a couple of them. Fuck you, And why Kiffin. did they call oh, clap, yep, clap, yep, clap, yep, clap, yep, clap, yep, Why okay. did they call in the equipment manager and not the water boy to put out the fire? <laughs> it's one of the few things he's made for. <laughs> right? That's uh they they burned Lane Kiffin t-shirts. 
which again, Lane Kiffin t-shirts were actually a thing in 2010, right. despite mm-hmm. a complete lack of positive head coaching track record. By the way, my sympathy for the people who got duped into buying a Lane Kiffin t-shirt, very low. Very low. You should have known that a Lane Kiffin t-shirt, not a wise investment. <laughs> uh, the police had to set up a barricade around the building and like push the students back and wait until 3 a.m. to escort Lane Kiffin out safely. Uh, so this was an mm. important situation, not like, say... Oh, I don't know. Congress <laughs> affirming an election. Whoa. Yeah, you had security there whoa. to block whoa. people. Whoa, what are you, whoa. What are you throwing Knoxville police from? under hey. the bus? What's Knoxville PD <laughs> got yeah. to do with January 6th? I'm saying yeah. they were better. The <laughs> oh, I'm saying it's the cops were doing the wrong guy. All right, Seinfeld. That's enough. <laughs> uh, I don't think it's hyperbole to literally compare this with the fall of Saigon. Yep. When NBA soldiers overran the embassy and burned Lane Kiffin shirts. Yeah, that was a tough one. Uh, <laughs> Even it, then, they knew. <laughs> in uh, 2014, Lane Kiffin is an offensive coordinator for the Alabama Crimson Tide. He has a very successful three-year run with them. When they first went to Tennessee, and again, he's just offensive coordinator, Alabama security officials tried to persuade him to wear a bulletproof vest. Whoa! Wow. Kiffin refused, okay? He's like, no, I'm not. Come on, that's crazy, right? But you know the entire time, Alabama security officials are thinking, he's going to get assassinated, and Saban is going to blame it on us. Yep. And worse <laughs> shit can. We tried to get him caught. No, I don't want to hear it. You're out of here. Yeah. This is interesting. You would think, like, Tennessee is, like, high south, you know? You would the, the, to have fans to that are this level of rabid. I'm a little surprised. Mm-hmm. I think. Is oh, I I'm not based on what we. No, I mean I know this about okay. Tennessee, but right. it's like you would think that the Mississippi State fans would be fucking bonkers. Well, they have not, to Tennessee. They've never had any success to speak. Uh, of. Yeah, that's that's, mm-hmm. that's a pretty fair point. Um, so I want to. This is where we last left the Lane Kiffin Tennessee relationship. Uh, Him not wearing a bulletproof vest, but escaping with his life as an offensive coordinator. The most mm-hmm. recent. Station on the Lane Train's track. Well, he becomes the Lane Train kind of afterwards. Yeah, at the at FA FAU Florida Atlantic <laughs> University, the... the students created a train yeah. and put his visage on the front of it. Ah, his visage, and Be- that's what started Lane Train. Before lane he train. was the Lane Hobo, <laughs> right? That's right. Just <laughs> boxcar riding his way from place so to place. So, twelve years later, Lane Kiffin, in his second year at Ole Miss, has had his team four and one, ranked thirteenth in the country, as he rolled into Knoxville as head coach for the first time. Since 2009, Woo! as a head coach, this is a huge game for Tennessee. They're four and two. It's a Saturday night game. They're doing the cool stadium stripe out thing, where some sections are in orange and some are in white. It looks like a checkerboard. It looks like their end zone. I didn't know that. That's super cool. Yeah, no, it is super cool. So they're amped, right? Ole Miss though is comfortably in control of the game. Wouldn't you be embarrassed if you were like the one guy who was like, "I thought we were orange." <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Can someone lend me a jacket? Uh, Ole Miss comfortably in control of the game. Entering the fourth quarter, they're up 31-19. So it seems like Lane Kiffin has come back, and he's going he's gonna to take one out of sure, there. But yeah. then Tennessee starts to make it interesting. They score a touchdown. So now they're only down five. It's 31-26. Minute left. Tennessee volunteers on their own 36-yard line. They're driving. Sort of. It's, <laughs> it's fourth and 24. Oh, okay. Fourth mm. and twenty-four. So Sounds they like they're in reverse. Jordan. They did not make progress in the previous three <laughs> yeah. downs. Is what you're saying? Their quarterback fires a pass over the middle. The rec- oh, they did, Phil. Just in the wrong in the direction. wrong direction. Right, right, you, yeah. you know, accelerate just means a change in velocity. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. I would Important say they didn't make progress. They made Congress. Oh, wow. 
Okay. All Force right. Force equals mass times acceleration, but in this case, they also mean deceleration. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So the quarterback fires a fourth down pass over the middle. The receiver catches it, and it looks like he gets to the line to gain. It looks like he gets to the first down marker, but oh. the refs mark it a foot short. Oh, oh, those sons of bitches! I blame Lane Kiffin. Well, he's he's the opposing coach, so he was trying. His team was trying oh. to stop them. Okay, so this is Tennessee. Well, Lane Kiffin got lucky. <laughs> Somebody wants to get to their favorite restaurant before it closes. This is pretty devastating to almost convert on fourth and forever. Yeah, only to learn you were one yard you were one yard short of forever. Which is, incidentally, my favorite Fall Out Boy song. Yeah, oh, that's, that's right. Yep. That one yard short of forever. Oh, my God. Oh, the one with all the power chords? Yeah, exactly. And that kind of polka beat in the drums? But their hair is so dreamy. <laughs> Very dreamy. Moppy. So, so they review it. Yeah. It stands. It was definitely not convincing evidence to overturn it. It was probably short. Yeah. 54 seconds left. It's a turnover on downs. Ole Miss ball. Looks like Lane's going to win. And we can all say it at once. And here, here comes, comes the, the pretzels. <laughs> the fans start venting their frustration, throwing garbage on the field. As with all great movements, this one was started with college students. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At call first, them whitey whackers. Yeah. <laughs> at first, it was just the student section raining down garbage on the field, including near the Tennessee bench. Yep. That's a bad look, students. Mm-hmm. It's your own team. Here's some... Uh, well, you gotta go throw garbage somewhere. Here's what, some, are you going to not throw garbage, Jordan? Are you going to throw it in the landfill where it's going to rot so your grandkids have to deal with it? Yeah. No, you throw it at Lane Kiffin. Wow. You're not very woke, Jordan. <laughs> so here's some uh, trivia for you uh, Tennessee football history buffs. Neyland Stadium first began selling alcohol at their games in 2019. <laughs> nice. Uh, oh, yeah. what a wild two years it's been. <laughs> Good revenue generator. Uh, so uh, for a while. Also violence. Good violence generator. Ooh, yeah. yeah. They're not showing it on television at first. Okay. And this is the classic. They don't show the streaker because they don't want to encourage them by giving them attention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the refs. I've actually found that it's more fun to watch the reactions of the people. Now oh, that they do oh, that. Oh, when it's, it's a streaker, yes. Yeah. When you see the reactions or hearing the crowd, though. Ooh, yeah. Uh, right. uh, you know, that, there like, was one earlier in the baseball playoffs, and they were just zoomed in and like two guys standing in the batting circle, clearly like paying all yeah. of their attention to this guy out there, and you're watching them go like, oh. It's one of these few oh. moments in society that's actually tremendous, the streaker, because the mm-hmm. entire crowd is cheering him while he's like evading security. Yeah, right. And then when security like tackles them, they also cheer. Yeah. Right. It's, it's very it's, gladiatorial. Yeah, but it's like they're enjoying it the whole way. Right. right. Like, oh, yeah. get away, get away, get away. Oh, he hit real hard. Yeah. Right. Well, it's just You're a like, very go, easy go, story go. to latch on to. You know all of the context you need to know, you know? <laughs> escape, escape, escape. Beginning, kill middle, it, and an end, it. you know? That's how I'm that's how I am during Marvel movies. Right. So the refs aren't gonna let him play until this stops. Which would be another 20 minutes. That's what you want to do to an angry crowd is challenge them. <laughs> well, basically, because that's it's, it's, it's safety, right? You can't have players on, playing on the field when fans yeah. are throwing garbage. But pausing the game and taking the players off the field seems to encourage fans by giving them the license to throw more garbage on the field. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like the kindergarten teacher being like, all right, everybody, quiet coyote, quiet coyote. And then everybody's still like, bah, 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 bah. right? There's really yeah. no incentive for the kids to stop. That's like the teacher going to hit them? It's like no. when you're hanging out with your friends and you're like, hey, nobody drink my wine. And it's like, guess what? <laughs> your wine going to get drunk. I wasn't going to drink your wine until you said until that. Until you challenged Now me. I have to. Now, as soon as... I didn't want your wine. <laughs> 
All right, save it for another. We're not Dave Chappelle. We're not. Okay, giving, we're not, we're right, not doing yeah. free therapy here. Uh, so for okay. Uh, now, almost as soon as the garbage throwing begins, Lane Kiffin is hit with a range golf ball. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Well, I mean, you don't want to use one of the good ones. Right. right. This is a driving range <laughs> one. It's yellow. But I think this is noteworthy because of the quick escalation. It wasn't like, oh, you know, water bottles, like build up. It was just like, you know, basically mostly water bottles and garbage. And some drunk guy was immediately like, oh, yeah, the golf ball I brought to throw at Lane Kiffin. <laughs> right. Duh. Two <laughs> uh, rows up, some guy's like. Mortar fire. What am I thinking? <laughs> I guarantee the last thing he said before he threw it is, there's no way I'm going to be able to hit him from here. Uh, hit him in the I'm elbow. I'm not going to hit him with a burger wrapper, but a 35 millimeter explosive device. <laughs> Close only counts in horseshoes and <laughs> nuclear war. Yeah. Okay. So water bottles are uh, one thing. That's a juvenile crime of opportunity. Yeah. Hey, half full water bottle. I'm upset the refs. I know how I will, how I will voice my displeasure. Plastic water bottle. I feel like we should say. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I'll chuck this on the field, right? Yeah. But the dude who brought a golf ball in, he brought that in to throw at Lane Kiffin. Yeah. You don't bring a golf ball to a football game. Uh, no. there, it's not. I've, you don't like put on an old pair of pants and go, oh, hey, oh, that's funny. Yeah. Got an old golf ball. Yeah. It's not a thing. I, I've watched this clip. He got real close. Like I don't know how many rows back he was, but it was right there. No, it hit, hit him on his on his arm. Yeah, yeah. This and this is what I'm saying. I I would say anything within three feet. I'm like good toss. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so Ole Miss as a team moved from the sideline to the field to make it so that only a fan with a cannon for an arm could hit them with something. Ah, uh, so they can recruit that person. Right. This yeah. is a Henry Rowan Gartner situation. Right. Rookie of the year. Oh, uh, that's that totally. terrible. Someone go uh, arrest him. <laughs> Does he have him. eligibility? <laughs> yeah. uh, the ESPN sideline reporter said, I'm on the Ole Miss sideline. If this were my team, I would not let them be down here anymore. <laughs> of course, now further away from the sidelines, many of Ole Miss players started jumping, dancing, and taunting the Tennessee crowd. The response to this, a little predictable, continued garbage throwing. Yep. Yeah. Continued and sustained How garbage How much garbage throwing. do they have? Did they have to go buy more garbage? <laughs> I think we've talked about how it's part of what makes me not as good a comedian. But yeah, I'd be one of those people dancing and taunting, I think. I There's a certain disdain for the audience. And, oh, yeah. yeah. You start throwing garbage at me and yeah. Uh, the coaches uh, seem to then are like, all right, players, knock that off. Let's go further to midfield to be at the furthest point from where mm-hmm. any fans can throw anything. Uh, this like is like in The Walking Dead. Right. <laughs> got to get to the center of the field. First, the Tennessee cheerleaders retreated, falling back mm-hmm. into the entrance tunnel. The sideline reporter, quote, they took some hits. I'm not going to lie. I was watching them. <laughs> there we go. Which amid the chaos, the sideline reporter decided to out himself as a little bit lecherous. Mm. Yeah. No, I, I know what happened with the chillers. I was watching them. <laughs> okay, Cole. Sure. Uh, I bet about the, you were. What about the score of the game? What game? Oh, you, oh yeah. The- Objects thrown, mostly water bottles, pop bottles, beer cans, vape pens, half-eaten food, uh, uneaten oh, food. Oh, vape pens. Yep. And a bottle of mustard. Quoth an ESPN broadcaster, who brings a bottle of mustard? To which the obvious answer, of course, was someone who's filled it with moonshine and put it in their underpants. That's mm-hmm. who. <laughs> yeah, so somebody catches it, you're like, I'm not drinking alcohol. I'm just bringing in a totally normal bottle of mustard. Hey, listen. Like regular people do at a sporting events. So so you saying if you're a foodie and you don't like stadium mustard, you can't participate in a violent 
expression of rage. Yeah. What if you hate French's mustard like they have at the thing, and you want, you know, Kirkland's? Yeah. It's the only brand I eat. So next. French's is, French's is the one, though. I, I don't know. Have you ever tried Kirkland's brand anything? I'm a, I'm a cheap yeah. and delicious. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Plockman's brand. man, if you guys remember the Michigan Ooh, brand. It yeah. looks like a barrel. Yeah. Uh, that's oh, Plockman. Yeah. Good that's, stuff. Good, that's good mustard. Uh, okay, so next up, and I watched all this tape over and over like the Zabruder film. Yeah. Uh, the mm-hmm. Tennessee dance team makes a break for safety. They're holding the large cutouts of letters to protect themselves. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I am not joking. Never before had a team been so glad volunteers is an exceptionally long team name. Right. <laughs> The letters had varying effectiveness. I saw an O stuffed with the pom-pom through the middle. Right. That's smart. Very effective. Okay. Give that's her hair diploma now. Good production. I saw two E's stacked on top of each other with a pom-pom plugging in the front. Yeah. That's not bad. Who's yeah. taking two letters? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the student with the V, whole backside exposed. Right. Terrible. Sure. The V's not going to work. They were using like the bulk of it to cover their crown, but it left their flank you know, open. You know that's a freshman. <laughs> yeah. They gave him that one because they're a virgin. It was it was mean <laughs> and dangerous. And the team, there were a few dance members that had just large rectangular signs that said, go. These were the winners. Yep. Oh, they yeah. were the most protected. As Again, shit has not stopped raining down. At which point? Actually, I want to say, I think 10th century Vikings, actually, on their large round shields, would write go on it so that mm-hmm. they could double for sporting events. Yeah, they were also great <laughs> stunters. Yeah. To the question you asked a moment ago, this is about like five or seven minutes into this 20-minute garbage-throwing delay. Yeah. One ESPN broadcaster goes... When are they going to run out of ammunition here? Yeah. To which the sideline reporter, who is basically, he's like the guy in Kabul. He's like, I don't feel like anytime soon. Still got water bottles coming in right now. <laughs> As, <laughs> I would just imagine somebody walking up and down the aisles going, garbage, buy your garbage here. $10 for more garbage. Everyone back in the, the inside uh, concession stands are like, wow, this is pretty brisk business for the yeah. fourth quarter. <laughs> I want 10 hot dogs. Leave the hot dogs. Just give me the paper. You can get a water bottle for half of this outside, but okay, sir, here you go. Moments later, the same sideline reporter, and I don't know if he knew he was mic'd up, he goes, those things are coming to midfield. Look out right here. <laughs> nice. And an ESPN broadcaster goes, and it's not, not that it was ever funny, but now it's beyond normal <laughs> and it's ridiculous. There we go. Next to fall back was the Pride of the Southland Band, Tennessee's marching band, which was founded in 1869 as part of the school's military department. So fitting, these warriors stuck it out the longest. Yeah. yeah. Before being like, no, we're, we're out of here. what we used to say in the Okemos High School marching band. What's that, Joel? Without the band, it's just a football game. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I believe that was the case in Okemos. Yeah. Uh, the play-by-play guys never took a minute off. Highlights include, a water ball was just caught by an old Miss player, and a cop just got hit with a water ball from the upper deck. Uh, it finally stopped when the cops went into the stands and started arresting people they saw throw something. So they yeah. needed to mm-hmm. just arrest like one or two students, and then it basically everyone booed and stopped. Yeah. Uh, in the aftermath... The sideline resembled a college fraternity's lawn on a Sunday afternoon in a state that lacks smart and effective beverage deposit laws. <laughs> mm. uh, despite this, Very specific and true reference. This is true. Okay. Uh, despite the 20-minute delay, Tennessee still had three timeouts. So oh. they actually got a stop and got the ball back with 40 seconds left in the clock. Oh. They were unable to get. They got it down to the 13 before the clock ran out. Tripped over a water bottle. <laughs> 
Lane Train is walking off the field, looking around kind of manically and pulling up his hoodie and then realizing that that wouldn't protect him against projectiles, kind of like keeps putting his hands on his yeah. head, like he's rubbing his hair, but he's not. He's more just like, please don't, please don't throw anything at my head. I thought I had the helmet hoodie. <laughs> as he left the stadium, as he's walking through the tunnel, he makes an impressive one-handed grab of a water bottle headed for his head. Hmm. Wow. Passes fans chanting, fuck you, Lane. Then he tossed them his game-worn visor after, yeah. after the game saying, I tossed it up there, and they started fighting over it. Maybe they don't hate me. <laughs> ah, good point. That's a good point. Now, the SEC commissioner didn't just issue a statement saying, SEC, SEC, SEC. It also said, boys will be boys. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's one of the two press statements yeah. that they have. Yeah. What are we going with this week? Is it going to be the champ or boys will be boys? Yeah, George W. Bush defense. <laughs> yeah. Try to go with 70-30 mix of chant and boys will be boys. But some mm-hmm. years are bad. It goes 60-40. Hey, it worked for Brett Kavanaugh and got him on the Supreme Court. <laughs> <all right. laughs> but seriously, they ended up getting fined a quarter of a million dollars, which was as much as Kentucky was fined for storming the field on an upset win. And that doesn't seem right. Yeah. yeah. They got like Ole Miss got one. It, they basically, I think maybe maybe a quarter million is the highest they can go, but basically like Ole Miss got one for like tearing down the goalpost. Uh, Kentucky got one for storming their field after they beat, I don't know who. Not the fine for tearing down the goalpost was having to replace yep. your goalpost. Replace the goalpost, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's like, no, you endangered another team like in a serious way. You can't do the same as like, oh, you let the students run on the field in jubilation and no one got hurt. Right. Yeah, it can't be the same. Yeah, Guantanamo Bay for all of them. It's the only just way it's to do this. It's the only swift. Uh, but the real kicker is the conference is going to review Tennessee's alcohol availability. Oh, Ooh, big ouch. Tell you this what I, is why we can't have nice things. Tell you what, I spent a couple months in the state. They're not going to have trouble finding it. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're fine. If they're looking for I don't the worry about them. Yeah. Uh, now, they're actually not suspending alcohol sales now. But the That SE- would be way premature. <laughs> but... <laughs> 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 let's not let's not get carried off by some sort of moral panic here. <laughs> First we can't we can't hit players with their heads. Yeah. Right. Now we can, yeah. <laughs> okay, but so the SEC reserves that right and they're making Tennessee if they want to keep selling alcohol, they got to update their game management policy and submit it to them. This week. Oh, yeah. Write an essay in detention. If you want to keep selling booze, you're going to have to do a lot of paperwork this right. week. There we go. Right. Feel the paddle against your hindquarters. <laughs> Discipline. <laughs> Lane Kiffin update, watch update. Lane Kiffin update, watch update brought to you by that song, Life in the Fast Lane. It's sung by a singer. That's our show. Email us at two and a half sportsmen at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at SportsmanPod or check out all of our episodes on any of those major podcast platforms. <laughs>